A quick announcement before the podcast begins. Don't forget that my three books are now available on Amazon and most online bookstores. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is available on Audible, Paperback, or Kindle. It is also translated into Spanish. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is a message that myself, the author, Omar Angulo, was guided to deliver by higher beings to humanity through this book. It all began on 216 when my older brother took his life and sent me down an unfathomable rabbit hole over the course of four years. This book can be enjoyed by those that are spiritually curious to those that may consider themselves to be full-blown awakened. My second book, titled My Contact with UFOs, Otherworldly Beings, God, Angels, Demons, and More, is available on Amazon and most online bookstores on paperback. This book is a collection of personal stories and experiences I had with the divine, paranormal, spiritual, and what some may consider to be taboo. My third book, titled My Book of Psalms, The Book of Old Number 3, is available on paperback and is also on Amazon and most online bookstores. This book is a collection of song lyrics written by myself with deep meaning over the course of my life and also a collection of photographs taken by myself or colleagues during not only my musical journey, but journey of life as well. And now, the podcast. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to episode 23 of the world famous In A Good Way podcast. <laughs> Just kidding, not yet, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, So today, my special guest is Alejandra Damien. Um. So I've known Alejandra for many years, but I really had no clue that, you know, she had any kind of connection spiritually, right? Uh, which is funny because even when I started the podcast, that was one of the main things is like, I knew so many people that had these spiritual gifts that, you know, just weren't coming out with it, right? Like even for me that I had known for years, like you're not the only one, right? That I knew for years. Yeah. And then until later, like, you know, I find out that you have spiritual gifts, just like, you know, other people that, that I know. So, um, you know, I definitely want to start at the beginning, you know, of when you first notice this. But one thing, too, is like you said, like, um, you know, when we talked, when you first told me about the spiritual gifts, but like you've even seen or had premonition before someone passes away. Right. So that's one. Of so when it started, I was really little. I would get okay. dreams. It started where um, I would get dreams that my dad was getting killed by the same man. It was four different dreams, four different times. And uh, one of the dreams, the guy uh, finds us at my, my Nino's pool and covers my dad with a tarp and, and he drowned. Um, another, and the guy's always wearing a trench coat. But that didn't really happen, right? Oh, hold on. Oh. So <laughs> this, this dream didn't happen. The second dream, um, my dad gets run over by the guy. The third dream, uh, the guy comes, we're in a mall and the guy comes in and he's looking for my dad and he kills him. The last dream, we were in our house when we were growing up. Um, this guy comes to, the, to our gate and we had a white picket fence. He looks, I'm standing there. I'm looking at the guy. He comes to the door. He asks for my dad. My dad comes to the door and my dad goes outside and the guy shoots him. Oh, wow. Okay. This was this that was four different dreams, okay. And how old were you? Same trench coat. I want to say like 14, 15. Okay. Um, and one night we were, and it was at night, the last dream. So we were at home and I was standing by the door, and a guy starts walking with a trench coat from I can see him from the neighbor's house coming towards our, our door. 
Mm. And he stops at our gate. And I remember my dream. So my dad's like, ¿Quién es? Like, who is it? I remember and I closed the door. I grabbed my dad and I took him to the back of the house. And I, and I told him that's the guy from my dream. Like, I remember and I started crying. <laughs> and like the guy, my mom said that the guy freaked out and he left. Oh, I never wow. had any dreams. I never had a dream like that again of my dad. But when I was little, I would have dreams. And they were like, not warnings. They would be like my loved ones that had passed. They were telling me things. Um, I was 14, 15, and my grandma uh, passed away. I, my mom, they, we got a call in the middle of the night. My mom and my dad were like, we're going to go see your grandma. She's in the hospital. My mom was telling me this, and I thought it was my mom's mom. And it was actually my dad's mom. Mm. So I went to sleep, and I'm asleep. And they left, and they left me with my brothers to watch them. And, you know, they were at the hospital. As I'm asleep, I'm dreaming, and my grandma and I are in a funeral parlor. and we're picking out the coffin and it's a great coffin and we're picking out her outfit and it's a pink outfit. And I was like, why are we doing this? I, I don't understand. She's like, you know, Mija, yo estoy muerta, you know, in Spanish, I, I, I'm dead. And I was like, what? My phone rings at home and I wake up. My mom's mom calls me. She's like, ¿Qué estás haciendo? ¿Cómo te sientes? And I was like, fine. Like, you know, she asked me, what are you doing? How are you? How are you? And I was like, I'm fine. Why? Se murió tu abuela. Like cold hearted, like, you know, because oh, wow. I, I grew up with her, my grandma, my dad's mom, and she was really close to me. She was like my mom. She taught me a lot of stuff. And um, I feel like it was my my dad's mom that passed, came to warn me and like soften the blow to tell me, like, I'm gone because mm. she knew or felt that that was going to that my grandma was going to call. But prior to my grandma dying, um, two days prior to her dying, she called us mm. and I was a teenager I never got off the phone not for anybody and she called and something told me give the phone to your dad so I was like I got off the phone and she's like mija cuando yo me muera cuida tu papá and I was like of course like you know she's telling me like take care of your dad when I pass and I was like of course and she's like and I love you and take care and like she did all this two days later I don't know if she felt that she was gonna leave or or what but she kind of called everybody and said bye to everybody wow and um that was I think that was like the the first two times I never paid attention when I was little but I would dream a lot when I was little and I could remember my dreams and I was able to control myself for my dreams and I taught myself how to wake up when I'm having a bad dream I pinch myself and if it doesn't hurt then I know I'm dreaming oh and uh since little, I can always remember my dreams and my dreams were like a, like that, like a little warning or like a little, like, uh, I don't know if you want to say premonition, but something that was going to happen, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like a premonition, like something that was going to happen, not exactly in that way, but similar to like, or soften the blow. Um, there was also a time when we were little and we lived in the same house where I had the dream with my dad and everything. And, um, Oh, let me ask you real quick. So did you have the dream, the thing with your dad, did that happen before your grandma passed or after? That was before my grandma passed. Oh, okay. Before my grandma passed. Um, did you ever tell her about it? Cause just, I'm saying like the way she told you to make sure you take care of your dad and everything. Did you ever talk to her about it or no? No, oh. no. My dad and I are very spiritual and like connected and we believe in like auras and like energy and 
like the earth and, you know, positiveness and stuff like that. And he always, always taught me that if you have a bad dream, you have to tell someone so it won't come true, mm. you know, and the good ones you keep to yourself, <laughs> but like, so they come true, but he, he always like, uh, had me investigate what my dreams mean, like certain things mean certain stuff, like, and I've always believed in that. And I always felt like a connection. And as I grew up, um, my mom and I would mess around and be like, Oh, we're witches. Somos brujas. Ha ha ha. Right. But we knew we had the ability to think of someone or her and I have a conversation about someone. And then later on that person calls us or finds us or we, they reach out to us. Mm. And one time when I had just gotten married to my husband, may he rest in peace. Um, and it was 9-11. We couldn't find him. They weren't calling us and anything. So we put our hands together and we like, were thinking about him and we were next to the window and like, you know, we thought about it and the phone rang and I picked up the phone. I was like, Anthony. And he's like, how'd you know it was me? I was like, I knew it was you, mm. you know? So my mom and I have always been able to do stuff like that. You know, um, the less I smoke weed, the more connected I am to that stuff, like the positive and the energy and stuff like that. Um, it's just always been like that. Like wow. this. No, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your thought and then I'll ask something. Like, uh, I've always felt like uh, I can tell how people are feeling with just being around them. Hmm. If it how makes am sense. I feeling, how am I feeling right now? Curious. Curious. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm not that. Well, yeah, yeah, I get, but obviously I'm making, nah, but I'm just playing with you. Okay, so let me ask you something since you brought it up about the weed thing, because mm -hmm. I know that, but I don't want to, I never like to impose anything on anyone so they don't feel uncomfortable or something, but I've always observed that, right? That, like, it's obvious to me, like, if you're smoking weed, um, what do you call it? Uh, it, it, like, you know, it, it are less, like, you're less connected, right? And I, yes. Yeah. And see, yes. you just said that right now. So it's good. See, I never really even asked anyone that, but I've, I already hear people saying that, but yet they'll keep smoking weed. You, and you then know, when they're not connected, like, they're, they're surprised. Well, oh, I don't feel connected. I, I don't have, because I'll tell them, oh, I have dreams. And they'll be like, oh, I don't have dreams, but I know they smoke weed like every day. So it's like, but so to you, you acknowledge that, like, you, you can see the difference. Um, I started smoking weed when I was 14 and the weed wasn't like it is now. Now it tastes like more chemicals. There's less mm. taste of the natural flavor. So I believe that it's that that's affecting it. Cause when I was younger and I would smoke, like it was a big difference of course, of course, tolerance and whatnot. And, and I took a tolerance break, but it's still not the same thing from back then to what it is now, you know? Yeah. um no and but oh go go ahead finish then um but on hallucinogens carefully then i can feel other things and like my mind opens up and i can feel a little more yeah no yeah. um see i had someone admit to me behind like you know i can't go and you know just whatever because mm -hmm. but I asked someone that was working for people that do the weed and I, I was saying how, you know, so much of the stuff has chemicals now and then they were reluctant, but then they admitted, yeah, well, 
because it they work for a place that's supposed to be all natural, and then they admitted to me, yeah, they do use some kind of pesticides, and I'm like, damn, how could like so? See, it's all BS, right? Like, not every. I'm sure there are places out there that are natural, but even that, imagine there's people that lie with no conscience. They'll sell it to you as natural, and they'll still have pesticides. So you got to be careful. And yeah. I agree with you 100. I do feel like yeah, 100. Like weed was obviously way more natural before, and uh, and uh, you know I'll, I'll even share this. I won't say who it was or nothing, but you know I know these. Like I just know, you know. And so I had a friend the same. They were like, "Oh, I feel really disconnected," and it was you know a, a female friend. And I don't know why something told me like so. I asked. I'm like, I'm like, like, are you watching pornos? <laughs> And she, she was like, you know what? She's all, I'm going to be honest with you. She's like, yeah. She's like, I, you know, I got to whatever, whatever the female equivalent of rubbing one out is. Like she, you know, she admitted it. And I was like, well, there it is. I was like, that's going to disconnect you. You know, something yeah. I just knew. Yeah. I just knew. Like, I guess. Being on the phone me. a lot, being watching TV, uh, the electronic waves and everything that disconnects you from females most importantly have to go out and be in dirt and be with nature to be connected a little more. Oh, well, same here. Like when I go to the mountains guaranteed, like when I'm disconnected, I go on a hike, boom, like everything. Like even yesterday I went to the mountains, dude, it was like spiritual, like times, you know, a hundred, all the things there was even the rainbow, you know, out here, like it's not raining. And at the end of everything, I was seeing everything. And then there was a rainbow, like my final little, like, boom. I was like, wow, like that, and you know, with no rain or nothing, right? I know it's because uh, in California, we have, probably have all the, like, you know, pollution. <laughs> that makes yeah. Sense. But still, I got a rainbow, like, early in the morning, and, and there was no rain, no nothing. You know what I mean? So I was just getting tons of science of being in nature, you know. But go ahead, go yeah. ahead, like what you were saying. Um, uh, no, we just have to... At least for women, I've read and I've seen that if we go out and plant and play in the dirt and like get in more contact with nature, you get more grounded and you're more in tune with your natural uh, abilities. Mm. So yeah. do you actually, you plant stuff and everything or? Yeah, we have a garden. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Do, when, when women have cramps, they go to mitel and stuff like that. If they take mint leaves and just eat them, that takes away the cramps too. Oh, really? Yeah. Like all the way or? Yeah, all the way. Oh, wow. Because I know women have different levels, right? Of the cramps. Yeah, Yeah, but no, I'll take uh, natural stuff rather than take anything else. Hmm. Teas, homemade remedies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, There was something else you had said. um, Oh, so real quick to, to go back a little. So with your dad, you guys never figured out what this guy was trying to do or why? They never showed you in the dream the specifics, like what was his deal with your dad? No, he just wanted to kill my dad. Oh, why? He wanted like, to kill my dad. Your dad? He, he never. Like, I met him. Like he's 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 not involved. Like in no, nothing. he's he's a chill guy. He doesn't he doesn't like confrontations. Like he he uh, he gets upset really fast, but he doesn't. He's not a confrontational kind of guy. Where somebody I've never had a guy seen where a guy gets mad at him or anything like that. You know, and I like. Some guys are just assholes and my dad's very friendly and they'll just ignore my dad. But besides that, no, no. That's interesting. No. And um, 
I know it's probably like a touchy subject, but um, I mean, if you don't mind, like how you said, like your husband passed away. So if you don't mind saying that story, if you do, okay. it's fine. you don't have to. No, no, I that's fine. You were getting. I think that's the one. I think that's the one that kind of like uh, was like a big hit in the face. Like, open your eyes. Yes, you have this, you know, sense. You you can see things, you know. So um, I'm getting a call. Can I get that real quick? It's Mason School. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on. Okay, yeah. So like um, yeah. Go ahead. Tell me about like what happened when your husband passed away. Well, first I have to kind of like uh introduce him a little bit because him and I our paths have crossed since we were little okay okay so in elementary his best friend was my cousin Mm. and I don't remember him but he remembers me and the way he remembers me is because his best friend had a girl cousin that was a tomboy that used to take the GI Joes apart Mm. and put them back together with different arms and I was (laughs) like you know and I was like yeah that's that's me and he's like you know Julio I was like yeah that's my cousin Oh, that was you. You were the top. Yeah, (laughs) right. And that was then we we lived in the projects when we were little before. uh, He had met my cousin. We just didn't know each other, but his mom knew my grandma Mm. that when the past. Okay, and um, we went to junior high and I thought he was the most gorgeous thing on earth. And I always thought I had a crush on him, but I, I, he, he's the only guy that ever intimidated me where I was like, no, I can't, no, no, I can't get him. So I never approached him, but we would always refer to him as my Anthony and he knew who I was and I knew who he was, but we never like interacted, but our, our cliques or our little hang people we hung around with, we always bumped into each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, in elementary, no, that was in preschool. We went to the same preschool and I chased him there too. And his mom remembers me too. And so we graduated. He went to the Marines and he had a girlfriend. She cheated on him. So I swooped in. Mm. Right. And we talked to each other on the phone and everything. And when he was in Camp Pendleton uh, and we talked on the phone, I knew when he would call me. I knew when he was going to call me. Like I would get phone calls and it, it, it never said numbers or I don't know if he had a call ID. I don't remember, but I know when he would call me. Like I, I, I always had a feeling and I knew. And uh, when we finally got married, it was like, we were in tune with each other and we, we talked and we got along and it was fine. And when he, uh, two weeks before he passed, there was a show called death becomes me. Mm. And um, it's about this girl that dies and she becomes death mm, and she goes and picks up souls. Mm, that show was very interesting to me. And mm, I saw the first episode, which was a week before he died. My grandma that had passed and my cousin that passed away a month before my husband did came to me in a dream. Now I had just had a baby, not just, but he was like uh, 10, 11 months. and my cousin and my grandma came to me in my dream and they're like we're gonna come and take anthony away from you and i was like oh my grandma was standing here my cousin was standing here and a guy in a black like cloak was in the middle and they're like we're gonna come and take anthony from you and i was like why like you know i I don't understand why and they're like we just have to he has to you know that was it that was you know who was your cousin she had passed he or she no my 
a, a, a boy, Danny. Oh, and he, he had was, passed he away too? A month before, and uh, he drowned because he had a cramp. Wow. And you had dreamed that too or no? I didn't dream of him dying, but uh, like a month after Danny died, Anthony and I were at home and like uh, we put the baby to sleep and we were just watching movies and eating it. But we had like a picnic and it was like a we it was something we never did. It was like unexpected, but we knew we had to do it. I don't know why we had a feeling. We just had to spend time together and we didn't argue and we didn't fight or anything. And he told me what what coffin he wanted when he died. The keepsakes, like the uh, the little things that people take home, what he wanted. Um, he told me that he wanted me to be happy. And he wanted me to be merry. And I cried and I told him, don't talk like that. And then he told me, I think he had a motorcycle and he was he would tell me, I think I, I think if I get in a motorcycle accident, I'm not going to survive. And I was like, why are you saying that? And he's like, it's just the momentum of when I stop and I go forward, like, I'm not going to make it. Like, he, he knew. Just he told felt, you that just randomly? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, not randomly. We were talking about my cousin and, like, <clears> things <throat> that were happening and what he wanted. He never wanted to be older than 35. He, he did want to be an old man. Like, everything he accomplished that he did that he wanted to do, he he did everything he wanted to do, you know, but he let me know everything he wanted and how he felt. And like, you know, that was it. And he had to go do guard duty at Camp Pendleton. And I had a feeling like, don't go take him uh, or, or tell him to skip it or say he can't go. And he, he went, he went and we didn't argue and we talked and, it was you fine. Told the last him, time. You were, did you tell me you were having that feeling? I told him I didn't want him to go. That mm-hmm. if I could take him, I, I could take him. And he's like, why? And I, and I didn't think anything about the motorcycle. When, when I had that dream about my grandma and my cousin uh, coming to me and warning them, warning me to, that they were going to take Anthony for me, I honestly thought, and that's why I mentioned I had just had a baby, that they were talking about baby Anthony. Oh, wow. I was, I was a new mom. I would have dreams when I was pregnant that my, I would put my son on the top of my car and I drove off you know like I would I was a new mom I was scared I thought I was gonna break him and lose him you know (laughs) so I thought that they were talking about that Anthony Mm. I never once thought big Anthony my husband wow so the day that he died was an emotional roller coaster because I felt so many things um mind you I was breastfeeding no drugs, in tune, eating healthy, cooking myself. Like I went to sleep. I woke up and my son slept with me. We were at my mom's house because it was the day before 4th of July. I mean, it was the day after 4th of July because mm. he died on the 5th of July. Oh, wow. And uh, we were at my mom's house and I was in my old room and we were on the floor sleeping. And whenever my son found pennies on the floor, automatically he put them in his mouth. And let's sit down would tell him, take it to your mom. I was asleep and my son comes to me and gives me the penny. Oh, wow. And by that time he was saying, mom, and he would talk and repeat stuff. He's like, mom, mom. And he gave it to me. And I just woke up and I looked around and I was like, I just, it was weird. I, that was my first like, okay, open your eyes. Then I got up and um, as the day went by, I kept looking outside. And every time I would look outside, I pictured an ambulance a body on the floor and a white sheet over it. 
okay? And I come Camp Pendleton, and they're like, oh, he left already. But it was already nine or 10, he wasn't home. Oh, His brother was supposed to go to a concert, <clears throat> and he said he might go to the concert, but he never told me. 12 o'clock hit. I'm looking out the window like a crazy person because it's just like, I'm expecting, no, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Because as the morning went by and um, I'm looking for him and I can't find him. I call his brother and I was like, did he go to the concert with you? No, I was praying and hoping he was cheating on me, that he went out with some girl. I was having so many emotional things and uh, emotional feelings and going through so many things because I was feeling so many things just coming at me. And I believe that it was him trying to like, I felt his energy. Mm. When my son gave me the penny, I felt his energy. Mm. Um, when it was time for me to go home, um, I was driving and some guy looked at me and like waved at me and I was like, and I kind of looked away and I was like, oh my God, Anthony just saw that. Like I felt it, you know? And I looked away like, wait, did I didn't flirt? No, I didn't look. The guy looked at me and I just drove off. And every time a big intersection would come as I'm driving home, cause I was in Riverside, uh, Rubido and I lived in Real, Fontana. And every time I would see a major street, I would turn and I would, I was waiting to see an ambulance and a body on the floor in a white, like I knew he was gone. You, but no one had told you yet. I didn't, I didn't feel him here anymore. Hmm. I didn't feel his energy. I felt him here, just not here. Does it make sense? Yeah, of course. Of course. And, um, I got home and. I was sitting down, I was watching TV and I just looked at all the stuff that we had. And I was like, I'm going to have to put everything in storage and go to my mom's and live. Like I was already processing certain things and feeling certain things because my emotions were just so strong, yeah. you know? And, um, it, it was, it was just weird. So hold on. My earpiece is dying. Oh. So as, uh, as the day is going by and he's not coming home and nobody's contacting me and so, uh, where is he at? Do you know where he's at? He's like, no, I haven't heard from him. His cell phone. He wasn't answering his cell phone. It was just too many things. So I ran back home to my mom's house. Mm. And uh, when I got to my mom's house, it was like two or three in the afternoon. And my mom's like, you know, he hasn't called and no, and I don't know where he's at. And, at this point, please, please be with another girl or something, you know, and I, I just couldn't find him. There was no way. So finally, uh, he didn't have, Cam Pendleton didn't have his actual address and phone number on record. He had changed it and got new numbers. So they couldn't find where his actual address and home was to have the Red Cross come and tell me what was going on. Wow. So, so when they... And they finally called my mom's house and they looked for me. They're like, this is so-and-so, so-and-so. And um, there was an accident. And they're like, where are you at? And I was like, I'm at my mom's house. They're like, where's that at? We don't have an actual like place where he lives. I don't, we don't know where he's at. Because we were living in one city. Then we went to another city. And then went in a matter of like months. Oh, wow. And uh, I was being a bitch. And I didn't want to tell them where I was at until they gave me more information. So they're like, well, there was an accident. I was like, well, tell me where he's at so I can go and see him. Like, so I can go and see where he's at, how he's doing it. They're like, 
well, where are you at? And I was like, I'm not going to tell you shit until you tell me what the fuck is going on. You know? And they're like, yeah. well, we really can't. And they kind of got in trouble because they told me over the phone and they're like, ma'am, like there's no, I can't remember how they told me, but he didn't survive or he didn't make it. He there, he's not at the hospital. Where he, like, he didn't make it. Wow. And they told me on the phone. Wow. And when they finally told me over the phone, like I screamed, I ran to my mom. I told her what she was, what they said. She was in the shower with my son. And then my dad comes and I went to the bathroom. I don't know how I picked up the toilet and I broke it. Holy. And um, it cracked. And um, I think I was just more mad because I didn't accept my feelings and I didn't acknowledge what was going on because I knew he was gone. Mm. Like I knew. I, I, I felt it. I had never felt such a disconnection, but uh, a gut feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Damn. That's crazy. I can't hear her. Oh, you can? I think I have to put you on speaker. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I mean, I've been able to hear you. Um, you want to try that? It's just when you were trying to connect the headphones, it was breaking up. But maybe if you take a little time, like, I don't know, you want to stop and do it real quick? or I mean, the earpiece. Because it died. Oh, right there. I mean, I could... There it goes. Okay. okay. There it goes. That one's good then? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Um... Yeah, I don't even know what to say. Um, you know... So after, let's go with that, you know, uh, after, like, I know you told me before, like, your son would be, you know, playing or talk to him or point at him or something like that, right? Like, like your son was, it seemed like he could still see him, right? It's, it's, I don't know if he could see him or sense him, but my son and my dad are very adventurous and uh, my dad is clumsy. Mm. Um, my son has fallen from like eight, 11 feet, uh, high down into water and survived. <laughs> um, he's falling from a tree or just hanging from a tree with one hand and it's hanging there until someone can pick him up, like get him. He's cracked his head open and has stitches. And it, it seems like my son has an angel watching over him. Mm. Um, and I believe it's his dad because my dad, my son, the latest thing that's happened to him, he had a job for AAA and he was driving in the car, missed malfunction. He pulled over the car was smoking. He rationally calmly took everything that he could out of the car because it was starting to catch on fire, but there was batteries and oh wow, uh, everything. If he wouldn't have pulled over the car, would have started catching on fire with him and everything. So, um, a lot of accidents have happened to my son, but he's had like a good luck with his accidents. Mm. Like he's had a, like he had like, not like he has a guardian angel watching over him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds but, like uh, me. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, yeah, he crazy. has some, he has some crazy, he has bad luck with good luck covering it to cover yeah. the bad stuff that happened. Um, wow. Yeah. But um, but so you but when you would notice like 
like going back to when he was little because i remember you told me before like he would like i think you told me once that he was like he was standing in the corner of a room and it's like if he was talking to his dad or stuff like that yes he would go into our old apartment and he would talk into like the where the corner where the closet was not the actual closet but the corner that room where the corner of the closet was he would go and talk to the the corner and then he would go away as he was really little because he talked a lot he at five months my son was like mom 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 at like eight nine months uh he was talking the same big words like alighieri which is my brother's name um he learned to walk at 10 months when his dad died he completely stopped talking and oh, wow. like completely so when he would talk in the corners it was just like surprising to us mm. um but when i also after he passed and my son was five i had twin daughters and when uh their dad came over and he was asleep he said that he felt and saw like a shadow on the corner of the bed kneeling down i mean sitting down looking down to the feet and he thought it was me uh breastfeeding one of the girls but he turned and i mean he he kind of like put his hand next to me and he felt that i was there and he looks up and the shadow goes away but when uh he's describing it he's like do be honest with you a the shadow the body like it looked like the picture of anthony and i was oh, like wow. okay yeah and then when the girls my daughters were one or two um we were getting ready to and this was in a different house every house we gone to not like back then when he had just passed we always felt him around mm. we always felt him around um my daughters we were going to go take a nap and i was like come on mommy let's go and she's like bye and i was like who are you talking to and we had a picture of my husband in the liver and in the in the dining room and she walks and she says him he's right there and i was like what oh wow yeah so um i think it was because i hadn't learned I had to learn to not live to live without him here. I'm never going to get over it or forget about him and that's what I was trying to do which was forget about him or forget you know learn to that but it was actually what I had to learn is learn to live without him here. Mm. And once I learned to do that I I gave him to God and I told him be at peace and I I let him go. I couldn't keep him around anymore. I I didn't think it was fair, you know, and I don't feel him anymore. Oh. Yeah. How like, many I don't years? Go ahead, go ahead. Six years. Like six years after he passed, you find you stopped feeling him around? Yeah. Wow. But it was after the fact that I I let him go. Because mm. I held on and I wasn't I wasn't ready to let go. Yeah. But you would like so your your daughter even seen him. How old was your yeah. daughter when she seen him? Like one or two. Oh wow. No, and see, I think that's a really important point because um, you know, it's hard. Like I think adults, right? It's really hard for adults to to understand that, right? Like so many are closed off to the spiritual. But you know, even yeah. that when when my brother passed away, his daughter, the youngest one, I don't know, I don't know how old she is now, but um. I guess she would talk to him, right? Like she would talk to him and like, you know, so I think like kids since they're more 
open to it. You know, no one's they're put more it in innocent their, minded. Well, no one's put it in their head that oh, you can't see because yeah. that's our natural state of being. Like you know, we're come we come from you know whatever like the other side. We come yeah. here. And, you know, like I always say, like, these are just our vehicles. Like when you close your mouth, like you can still hear yourself talking. You can still yeah. hear yourself thinking. So this is just the vehicle we're using while we're here. But, you know, all that other stuff, you know, it's like that. Like I have like tons of like out of body experiences. I understand that. I know that when I'm asleep, I'm out. <laughs> Sometimes you I, say I would... that you play around saying that, but my dad always believed that. No, I'm not playing. We dream. I'm not playing. No, I'm no. not playing. He yeah. believed that our dreams were our actual spirit going to a different dimension or a different time or actually at, out of our body at the same time and meeting other people and, yeah, yeah. and doing other stuff, you know? So like my dad always believed don't sleep under a window. Don't sleep on with the window on the east side in your bed under the window. Like he believed in a lot of that stuff. Yeah. You know? No, no. Yeah. I, but yeah, no, to clarify, I'm not playing. Like I'm telling you with certainty, like, yeah. You know, I, I don't, it depends. You know, I'll open up with like, it's kind of like I match your energy. Whenever I, I'm interviewing someone, it's more like I'm matching your energy. And since you're already talking about all this stuff, then I could talk about this stuff, you know. But for me, like the other day, like maybe a week ago, it was crazy. But there were little hints that it was like I was, I was in the spirit world because there were four people that I didn't even know walking through my house. Like one was like a little black kid with a backpack. Another one, I think she was like, you know, Asian. Then there was some other two guys. And I was like, I don't know you, you know, like, I don't know who you are. And then my dog, she, my dog's really spiritual. I'm, I'm blown away. She goes into the spirit world. And every time I'm feeling something, she barks like this, like the little one. I don't know. Like, I think she came like, you know, she's a gift. Like she's my little yeah. whatever. Like, you know, I'm like, I, I actually, you know, I think about her. Like, it's funny. Like. I'll miss like that. Like the other dogs, I've never felt that. But her, she's yeah. like a little spiritual. What, what, are, what is in the, have you seen the movie um, Coco? Yeah, yeah. I just watched, that's funny. I just watched it. Oh, did you see the lady passed away? Which lady? The, the old lady. I didn't know that they based it on a real lady, the abuelita, the oldest one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just passed yeah. away. I didn't know. She just passed away. She was 109 years old, but it was based okay, on but- a real person. In the movie, you know, what do they call the animals, the spirit animals? I don't remember in the movie what they call them. Yeah, but animals are, are very spiritual. I, yeah. I, like uh, the dog yeah. right here. Uh-huh. She she talks to me and she tells me stuff. Oh, yeah, she tells me stuff. You laugh, but she no. tells me stuff. Hey, if, if you really legit have that, because dogs, I mean, animals communicate with me and like I just know what they mean, right? Like the yes. other day. It was like yeah. perfect timing. I had, I, I went through this whole thing. I came with this epiphany and then, oh, I think it was right before I started doing the podcast again, like interviewing people mm-hmm. right as I pull home, I see like a hundred parrots fly over me. I was like counting on two, four, six, eight. Da, da, da. I was like, holy crap, like a hundred parrots. But there I, always is, there's always a lot of parrots in where you no, live. No, but, but I never see like just the timing. It was like exactly the timing, you know, because that's what it is. It's about the timing. Like I explained that to somebody once. It's like, like, um, that's my favorite way of communication. Even more, I know people like tarot cards. They like this, all the different stuff because the animals, like, see, with tarot cards, I feel like it could be 
you never know who the spirit is. It could be a good spirit. Yeah. It could be yeah. a, a, mischiev- a mischievous spirit, right? You yes. never know who's on the other side. Like, messy, yeah, I, I'm know? not okay with tarot cards so much. I, I have no problem with them just because they came to me in a dream. I had no okay. clue what tarot cards were. And they told me who to go to. And when I, well, I interviewed her, the one that I interviewed, like they showed me all the stuff about her. And when I went, like I knew, I Googled it and she popped up and then I listened to the message and it was exactly what I needed to hear. And I think at the time it's because it was after my brother passed away, I, I did close off for a bit because, you know, I was grieving and all this stuff. So I was kind of, I guess, upset with the spirit with different stuff, right? Different emotions. Yeah. Like, um, but anyways, like the animals, because they're, they're animals, they're pure. Animals go off, like, they're not trying to lie to you. They don't need to, like, they don't care about your feelings, really. Like, they do, but but not, like, they don't they don't lie. So when you yeah. see, like, that's why. See, like, even I seen a bear, like, right, for my first time, like, a couple. Well, I already seen, like, three now. But I had never seen them my whole life, ran into them in person. And I even felt like I could pet it, but I didn't mm-hmm. because people put that in your head. Oh, but the yes. energy. I felt the energy. I knew they weren't going to do me any harm, even though it was in the wild. After I regretted, I was like, damn, I should have pet the bear. <laughs> I know. But it meant a lot for me. Oh, man. It was like, they literally came to help me cure my anxiety. And, I, you know, it's just too long to go into it. But but it was crazy. So when they come to me, it's always time. And that's why I'm saying. The parrots, they came to me, like, in the perfect timing, right? Like that. Like, oh, like yesterday, right? I ran into, like, three coyotes, which represents change right and at the same time i kept seeing 555 i was driving there was a car with 555 this i think i i looked at the clock in the morning 555 everything was like 555 then i run into the three coyotes which represent like it's kind of it's hard to explain because there's so many means to coyote but it was like wow that's so Uh funny i ran into three at a very weird place where i've never ran into coyotes and they're just were the three that are crossed right in front of me right so all that to Mm say um I know there's people that actually hear the animals and this and that. So if you really hear the animals, I mean, we could do a whole interview about that or you could talk about that if you want. Like if you legit hear their voice, because I know there's people. I don't hear. It's not so much I hear their voices, but like with this dog, I, I don't want to say the question I asked her, but I asked her and she was like, oh, like with sadness, like, you know, she, she, her, her language her body, her face was like telling me, yeah, bitch, you're right. Yes. Yes. What else do you want me to fucking tell you? You know, like she's, she's telling me like, yes, yes. And she's kind of getting excited and like coming towards me, like, give me a hug. Like, yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? Mike, you know, like I asked her something and she's like, yeah, she was like, yeah. Like sadness, like her emotions. I, I remember how I could tell you, I could, I could tell how people sometimes feel if they're next to me, they're around me and stuff. I can tell what she was feeling. Mm. My every cat that I've ever had that has been my cat, not my daughter's, not anybody else that has been my cat. Um, they follow me all over the house, wherever I go. They talk to me. They're one with me. Uh, I don't know. I've always liked cats. Cats are like the the keepers of the underworld. They can see certain stuff, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. So, um, cats and certain dogs. I don't like dogs in this. They're big. I don't like Chihuahua dogs and stuff like that, but I'm not a real dog person, but certain dogs, when I see them, like I could talk to them. I've known this one for a while and she's like, she likes me. I knew she liked me 
But when I asked her, when I asked her, and then I asked her something else, like two days later, bitch answered me like, <laughs> like, like, what other clarity do you need me to tell you, bitch? Like, I, yes, yes, yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I love animals. They're um, but they're my favorite way of communication because it never fails. No matter what, I could be thinking something, and boom, a hawk will come, or you know, the crows, like every, like all the animals, you know. Like it's funny. Like I think about, I don't know if you know what a chinchilla is. Yeah. Yeah. So I posted it, and I didn't know what I thought it was just like a mouse in the mountains, but it was my first time going to this one mountain. That then after I started going all the time, I think it was right when the pandemic started. I found this this hiking trail. I was just being adventurous, whatever. And the chinchilla, I ran into it. And it had to do with that, like adventure and this and that. And, and I was like, what the hell? And I've never seen it again. That's the only time it popped out. It jumped right in front of me. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I've never seen a mouse do this. It jumped like right in front. I was hiking and it just like jumped out like, hey. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I'm staring at it. Finally, I take out my points because it was there for a long time. And I only got a little video. Then it jumped away. And I posted it. And luckily, someone on IG was like, oh, that's not a mouse. That's a chinchilla. Like, what? What the hell? And I looked up spiritual meaning of chinchilla and it said all that. And it was because I was going like on a new adventure and all that stuff. So it was like, it's always, it never fails at time. So that's why that's my favorite. Aside from the dreams, right? Because in the dreams, everything, I get, you know, perfect answers to everything. Oh, no. But going back to like, um, oh, yeah, I was talking about the astral traveling, right? Like, like that's where, you know, I do that. And sometimes I wake up exhausted. So what your dad said, like, how did he just feels that? Because for me, I feel like 100%. That's what it is. Like, we are living. I did this interview. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the interview with Aquarius Maximus. For her, she was talking about it like, was it her? I think it was her interview where she's talking about it like it's a definite thing. Like, yeah, we have lives on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I, it's funny you say that because um, when I dream, I wake up really tired. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I feel like uh, I didn't sleep. I feel really exhausted and uh, sometimes I would get high and smoke to sleep because my dreams were so like, I was still awake. Mm. I had no time to actually rest and stuff. So sometimes when I dream, I'll wake up and it's just like, shit, I'm afraid to go back to sleep because I'm going to dream again and I'm not going to (laughs) sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And your your husband, he never visited you in the dreams or nothing like that? I have a lot of dreams of him where uh, it's he went actually on a mission and he was never dead. And instead of coming back to me, he goes to his friends and his family and he ignores me. He doesn't want to be with me anymore. Wow. <laughs> I get a lot. Of, like- I, I, get, I get that dream a lot. A different oh, really? scenarios. Yeah, I get that dream a lot. Mm. I get that dream a lot, especially when I'm doing something bad in life. Uh, I think I think it's my subconscious uh, saying, you know, he wouldn't like that. Why the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? And do you listen yeah, like, to the advice or no? Yes. Yes. Because I know he's watching over me. And at at the time that he came into my life, I know that if he wouldn't have came into my life, I would have been spiraling downwards in a bad direction. So, uh, yeah, I, I still don't talk to the friends that he didn't want me to talk to. Mm. Yeah. No, and 
you know, I see, like, I, I understand that now. Like, when you go through, you know, the journey, and then you start realizing, like, I mean, no one wants to feel, like, I, even that, right, when we lose someone. Like, when I lost my brother, like, you know, everything. Like, oh, so many emotions. But now, now I look at it differently because I understand. I don't like to talk about it because I know it might be too much for some people, right? Like, to understand. Like, because I was shown, right? Because I was really... And it was like, you know, whatever. Like some people might call them angels, but to me, I call them like they had to come. And like they took me to where he was. See, that's why it's like on the other side, you know, it's like they're living a life. Like yeah. it's a whole. Yeah. Well, it's obvious, but it's so obvious. It's like some people really believe that we just die and that's it. Like it's sad that somehow they condition people because see, old like native people, indigenous people, they always knew that. It's like, you know, shamans, medicine man, like. Like they already walked with like one foot in the spirit world, one foot in the physical world. You know, you just learn to like balance it out, right? So we already had that as like indigenous people. We that was normal, right? Even like all around the world, all indigenous people. Somehow they disconnected us to think, I guess maybe to have power, like so the religions, everyone's scared, like, you know, they traumatize you yeah. into you no, know, yeah. you're gonna go to hell, this and that, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, whatever. Just that stuff. Oh, I forgot what my point was. Just that, yeah. Like so, so uh I was shown like that, like that it was kind of already written, like what was gonna happen. There was nothing I could do to stop. They just had to really show me that that there was nothing I could do to stop it. Because yeah. I had I, I had a premonition about my brother nine months before it happened. You know what I mean? And then it was like, wait, how did you why did you not tell me right before it happened? Like right before he passed away, why didn't you tell me like so I was yeah. really like, you know, I was really mad. Like, <laughs> you I, know? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because um, a week before, two weeks before Anthony died, he told me, I'm going to go talk to Sergeant blah, 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 to see if I could get out of working guard duty. And I was like, no, I don't want you to leave because you won't be back for like five hours. And mm-hmm. I blamed it on myself. Like if he would have went and asked if he could have got off, he would have been able to get off. All he had to do is spend that time. And I didn't oh. want to let him go. So I blamed it on me. You know what I mean? Ooh, so yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So I kind of felt like shit. If I would have let him, he still would be here. I was stupid. It was my fault. And I blamed myself for a very long time. How okay. did you finally, because yeah, that's, that's the heart. Like even me, right. I was like, I would have given my life for his in a heartbeat. So even that part, like, like, you know, you have that, I don't know if you want to call it like a survivor's guilt or what, but it was like, but just for me, it was like, you know, he had a family, he had kids, he had all, all this stuff. So I was like, in a heartbeat, I would have been like, yeah, take me, you know what I'm saying? It's a no, yeah. but, uh, so I was even, even that pissed off with this, you know, the spirit world. Cause I always felt like I did, you know, like even songs, right. Sometimes I felt like songs I wrote was just because they told me to, right. Like I could have made songs about, hey, shake that ass, da, 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 you know, easy. Like that's a man. I could have wrote so many songs about, you know, pop that, yes. whatever. Yes, yes, we know. Easy. But I didn't because I knew, like the other songs don't make, like they don't make the money or they don't this or that. Like I mean, recently I wrote a song. It was weird. Like I had a song that's super, like what you could call low vibrational, right? Like it's a perfect beat for that, just to shake your, you know, whatever. Very like bad words like crazy it came up but i i didn't even write it i was just i heard the beat i made a beat and then i just started singing i was like damn i was like i know that would be like a hit in today's 
because everyone likes that low vibrational just you know what i mean mind yeah. is kind of like talking you know whatever like so um even now when i would write songs i always felt like i was you know putting out that because they were telling me so it's like i always felt throughout life i was always trying to do what i was being told or guided to do like positive so that's why yeah. when something like that happened it was like like you know yeah. You know, not that they owe me anything, but yeah, in a way, I was like, if I'm, you know, obedient and do all these things and you guys don't even throw me, like, this yeah. would have been one thing I would have asked for. Yeah. So I had to be really shown that, that um, you you were going to say something, though, huh? I think I just kept. No, I, I was just going to agree with you with the fact that, like, I was into church a lot and we were going to get married in church. But when he passed, it was like, wait a minute, I was doing bad and and he was alive and I was good. Now that I'm doing good, you want to take him from me? Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm doing good. And now you, you want to kind of punish me? I get what you're feeling. Like what you're saying. Yeah. So did you feel like, oh, was it? Did you ever feel like, oh, is this karma for bad stuff I did before? Or or how did you process that? I never took it as like, I did something bad. I always took it as he got what he wanted. He didn't want to be an old man. He didn't want to be, he, he thought being 35 was old and he never wanted to reach the age of 35. He was 23 years old. When he passed, he was only 23. Yeah. He was only 23. Wow. He had, he, he had every toy he ever wanted. Guns, um, motorcycle, cars, everything he wanted, he got. Everything he ever wanted, he got either from his mom, from me, or he got it himself. But there wasn't anything that he wanted that he didn't desire that he already had. His words were, if I die tomorrow, I die a happy, lucky man. Mm. I got you. I got my son. I don't know what else I want. You know what I mean? So, like, he was happy. His life, his life in his mind was fulfilled. Mm. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, see, so for you, you just had a, you kind of learned to deal with all the emotions by yourself, right? Like, that's kind of how it went. Because like I said, for me, they had to show me. Like, if they hadn't shown me this stuff, then. I actually had a friend that I met that her son, her husband killed her son in a car accident. He didn't have a car seat and his head went, he went straight to the windshield and his head smashed into the wheelchair. Wow. And she's the one that taught me. You're never going to forget him. The hurt will never go away. 30 years from now, the pain will still be the same. Like it was the same day. What mm. you need to learn to do is learn to live without him here. Mm. When she broke that down to me, I was like, oh, okay. All right. You know, yeah. but it was, it was a lot of people that came into my life that helped me, uh, that allowed me to grieve. Mm. Yeah. Cause I was told that it's enough. That's, that's it. No more. Come on. It's already, it's okay. Stop. You need to stop. Someone actually told you that. Yeah. Man, if someone had told me that I'll punch them. <laughs> like, you know, to me, like, they, well, they kind of were telling me like, you need to start living, stop living in the past, you know? And I kind of understood what they were saying, but it was just like, fuck you let me cry yeah. as much as i want yeah, yeah. you know yeah it was a family member it was my mom 
I knew. <laughs> I knew that you knew. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, because it's funny. That's a, a, I know that they mean well, maybe, you know, they, yeah. they're probably, because it's true, right? Like, it's true. Like, we're still here yeah. and we got to keep living, right? Yeah. But it takes what it takes. You know, I think it took me about three years just of like, you know, or like randomly just like breaking down. Like it's crazy when it hits you, you know, anything. It could be a movie. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll be watching like a military movie. And obviously, you know, it's, my brother was like, you know, 20 something years in the Marine. So it's like anything military related is going to remind me of, you know, or little things. I can't that, watch. I can't watch funerals where they do the 21 gun salute or the mm. when they I can't watch that. Mm. I can't watch that. Like when they have movies and they're burying them and they're folding up the flag and all that shit. Yeah, I remember that. I can't, I can't watch that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't, for some reason, that doesn't. Uh, that to doesn't... me, that was my final. To me, um, that was my, prior to him being buried and everything, it was like, I felt like he was still around. Mm. Like he was still going to come back when we finally got to the cemetery and the coffin was there and we closed it and everything, it was just like, shit, he's really gone. Like, mm. yeah, this is real. It was like, a, yes, he's really gone. He's really gone. See, that's because my dad felt that like him, like when they lowered, <sighs> when they lowered the casket, I think he broke down too. Like at that point, you know, and even that, like, I've never really seen, I seen my dad cry, like, I don't know, maybe two, three times in my life. But that was, you know, I mean, but that one, obviously, like, even me, I think my nephew told me, like, he never seen me cry. So when he seen me cry, like, it hit him. Because my nephew, yeah. you know, like, like, damn. Yeah. He said he never, and so when he saw me, that he said that's when it hit him, like, all the, well, when he seen me and my other brother, you know, like, when we broke down. Yeah. Like, so the same, like, to me, it's like when I see my dad, I was like, oh, sh like, it hits you. But that's, yeah. but for me, see, that didn't af affect me like that because, like, I, I seen him, like, he, I don't know when's the last time, but he came so many times to me in the dream. Even that, like, it was crazy because, you know, like how you mentioned guns, like, after he passed away, you know, he had guns and everything. And I was going to go get him. I was like, and he came to me in a dream and he was mad about it. He was <laughs> mad. He was like, I was like that, like showing him like, oh, like in the dream, it was like, oh, look, like I got the like your guns and stuff. And he was uh -huh. upset. He was like shaking his head and all this stuff. And uh, so then, I, you know, I knew I wasn't supposed to get him. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. So he was always coming to me. And it was crazy because at first it was all like I couldn't hear his voice. But then after I started hearing his voice. So it was like at first it was just more like telepathic then after i don't know things were just opening up to me you know i know we like went into we made it all like i was gonna ask you all these questions and then we started talking about but it's fine it's fine uh you know i'm sure people could relate to that you know what i mean that that uh have lost loved ones and all that um so anything else like um because i, I mean, i'm gonna have to on you know. know this is the first time um, i gotta cut it short but um yeah like any other experiences more recently or like how how um like now, recently, like recently, um, I know when people are lying, mm. I can tell when people are lying. Um, 
And I've noticed that people kind of tell on themselves in front of me. Mm. You know, they're kind of like start saying something, they're catching themselves with a lie, and it's just like, oh, but this is why, and kind of like explain themselves without me even asking. Mm. You know? Um, besides that, sometimes I just have really gut feelings of certain stuff that's gonna happen or has happened. And I don't uh, ignore it. I don't ignore it. I listen to it. And most of the time, uh, 99.9% of the time, it's right. Yeah. Yeah. See? And that's how my dreams are. Like, my dreams, see, like, for sure, when people are lying to me, they'll come to me in a dream and this and that. Uh, and of course, people don't like that. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah, you know, but, um, you know, more than 50% of the time, they'll admit it, actually. Like, people have admitted some, like, crazy things right but um but uh you know like how you said 90 something percent of the time like the dreams are accurate you know what i mean um and how long have you had that is that more recent thing or no i've just barely actually for the last like five years no six years for the no i think for the last seven years i've actually um felt it more where I can tell that people are, are lying and uh, it's not so much that I can know where they're lying. I know where they're going with certain conversations or where they're trying to get with me mm. uh, or their intentions before they come at me mm. or they'll, they'll come at me. Like, for example, um, Oh, hi, I like your shirt. I really want to take that from you. Like they're asking me, oh, hi, I like your shirt. How, where'd you get it from this and that? But I really want to steal that from you. I don't know <laughs> why. Um, there was been a couple of times, like six years ago when I would ride my, bikes in, my, ride my bike in LA where I would tell my friend, watch, that guy's going to give me his, his helmet or watch, this, this girl's going to do this. And it would actually happen. Mm. We, when I told this guy, I told my friends, look, that guy's going to give me his helmet. How? I was like, I don't know, but that red helmet's going to be mine. And uh, we were talking to the guy that had the red helmet. And I was like, where'd you get it? And he's like, oh, you like it? You can have it. And I was like, why? Why would you give it to me just like that? And he's like, oh, it's $250. I can't spend $250. Why would you do that? He's like, oh, because I just got a $500 one and I didn't want to throw it away. I wanted to give it to someone that needed it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't have a helmet. He's like, yeah, you can have it. Oh, wow. Yeah, like little things like that. Like little so things like that. Like, like little premonitions you could call them maybe yeah i don't know what you would you call them well yeah it's the same it's like premonitions when you're awake or when you're asleep I right i don't know i don't i want i don't want to say premonitions more like i want this to happen i'm gonna see this happen because i already foresee it so it's gonna happen so you feel like you manifested see that's a big thing oh man because yes. well, that's a whole conversation because sometimes I don't know if I manifested it or if it was a premonition because the same I'll say like for example I always used to you know because it's very spiritual you know to be finding feathers that's how they always used to communicate with me too right I'll find feathers mm -hmm. and stuff so one day there was a place I would always go pray in the hills sit down sometimes just relax and one day I was like wow all this time I've came here I've never I've never found a feather here nothing then all of a sudden I turn and there's like two wings, like whole wings of like owls, right? And owls are really Damn. important to me. Like, yeah. So some people know they don't like the owl, but to, the owl is very like sacred to me, right? Like it's one of my spirit animals that will come teach me stuff in the dreams and all that stuff. 
So it was like and crazy. Owls remind like, me of you. What? Owls remind me of you. Why? Because you told me about them years ago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah no. So, so that it's like, did I have a premonition that something put in my head that, and that's why it happened, or did I manifest it? Oh, I thought about it, and boom. Oh, you want a feather? Here's two whole weeks. <laughs> like they just gave them to me. See, so I don't know. But for you, you feel like you're manifesting it. Um, I have a thought and it's just like, yep, let's run with it. See what happens. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I was at work and I was sitting down in my food truck and I told my, I was thinking, damn, my manager's going to come in right now and she's going to show me how to do the register. Ah, I really need to learn the register. Okay. So she comes in and she's like, uh, I'm, I'm not going to stay with you today. I'll, we'll, I'll teach you how to do the register tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And I turned around and I was like, okay. So she turns around. She's like, no, we're going to have to do the register today. I oh. think we should just do the register today. And I was just <laughs> like, okay. But it was just like something that popped in my head. Like, uh, I want to turn on the TV. Yeah, I want to turn on the TV. And somebody comes and turns the TV on. Mm. Like, it's a thought. But I want it to happen, so I, I, I think about it so hard where it starts happening. Yeah, no, no, that's yeah, yeah. I would love to ask. See, because I don't see, I wouldn't know which one, which one. It, but I'm sure someone. I mean, have you ever looked into exactly what what is that like? Um, you know, like like that. Like, is it manifesting? Is it because it sounds like you have that gift pretty strong, right? Like. Whether it's the premonition or you're manifesting it. So it's pretty interesting. Like, Well, see, the funny thing with me is that my dad has never called me a princess. I've always been my dad's reina. I've always mm. been the queen. And queens always get what they want. I'm spoiled as fuck. I'm going to admit it from day one. I always get what I want one way or another. If you don't get it for me, if you don't get it for me, my mom doesn't get it for me because I'm spoiled. Like, I'm going to get it one way or another. But it's going to happen. Whatever I want, it's going to happen. I'm going to get I, I've already have that in the back of my mind. And so I have that, that, that strong feeling like, yep, I want that. It's going to happen. Whether it's going to happen right now or tomorrow or five days, it's going to happen. That's how I feel. And I don't know if it's just that neg that energy that I have, like, yep, it's going to happen. Because I say it's going to happen. Mm. That it makes it happen. And it powers that manifesting yeah 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 so no, I, yeah I, I believe that I, that's good then your dad did a good job like uh condition like watching you to like because he brainwashed me a lot he told yeah, yeah. me that it, you could do anything that a man can do but better because you're a little tinier and you're a woman mm -hmm. that's, that's what my dad good, taught no. me that's yeah. good that your, your dad uh i mean shoot it like, if i had a daughter i would want to do the same thing you know well like my yeah. niece my niece always treated her very like, I would take her hiking to the mountains, right? And she was little. And, like, I didn't care. I didn't treat her like, oh, little. Like, nah, she's no. <laughs> running to catch up. But, you know, I saw, like, she grew up with a strong character. Like, she has a strong attitude, right? Like, she has a mm -hmm. really strong attitude. I think, you know, it's good, though, right? That way, I mean, of course, yeah, she doesn't. I mean, but that would only be bad maybe for a guy that wants, like, oh, I want her to be feminine. And then she's, like, more. 
because I'm 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 a tomboy. I'm a big tomboy. But when it's time to become feminine, yes, my mom taught me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. so they both. Yeah, you know, got, that's yeah. good. See, but that's how it should be. Like with parents yeah. raising children, you know, obviously one teaches you one thing, the other teaches you one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so that's good. That's good. That's good. Well, um, I'm gonna have to cut it because okay. I gotta go. But yeah, no, I wish we could we could keep talking because um. Uh, yeah, there's so much more we could talk about. But um, yeah, yeah. see, I, I don't like cutting it short. That's why. But I do have to go. So yeah, but I'd love to have you on again. You know, we could uh, we could do it again and talk about more stuff. Because um, yeah, I really wanted to know more like currently, like all the things you're experiencing, aside from like, like how you said the manifesting. Um, you never get visions of like, maybe like something crazy. Like, see, like, for example, like the pandemic before it happened. I was dreaming. I was getting all the signs. Something was coming. Like you never get nothing like that. Like some. I'm gonna be honest with you. I would when I was little, so mm. I don't watch the news, and I don't like to watch the news. Now it scares me, and I get terrified because sometimes it's like, what if I start thinking that is that gonna happen? Ah. Yeah. So yeah. I no, I try not to. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, hundred percent. So I, I don't, I don't like watching the news. I hate watching politics. I'm not into that stuff, and it's just like, it brings me down, and I don't like that energy. No, I'm, like I'm, I, I know there's things that we're supposed to know out there in the world that's going on, but man, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I have enough in my life right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you gotta disconnect from. No, but I agree hundred percent. Like I could relate hundred percent to what you said, and that makes sense. So yeah, better yeah. don't watch uh, none of that stuff. <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay, well, on that note, I'll end it. Um, you know, it was an honor having you on here. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, thank you for being open. I know some, you know, some things are hard to talk about, and I really appreciate you being open about it. So thank you. Uh, and yeah, we'll do this again. All right, for sure. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Right, bye. Yeah. That's why. Sometimes you're just feeling it, you know what I'm saying? You're just feeling it. <laughs> I wanna feel this way forever. Feel